Hi, I'm Jason. And I'm Vivian. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers and we create a themed burger based on the episode. This week we're talking about Season 1, Episode 8, Art Crawl. It was written by Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux. It's the first of 15 episodes that they will co-write together. It was directed by Kyung Hee Lim, who directed Crawl Space, and the second of 15 episodes that he'll direct. It aired March 13th, 2011. We have a few new voice actors this week. We have Megan Mullally as Gail. She's best known as Karen Walker from Will and Grace. I think she's fabulous. Um, Larry Murphy, who does the voice of Teddy, will voice Edith this episode. Sam Cedar, who voices Hugo, voices Harold. Uh, and we have Laura Silverman and Sarah Silverman voicing Andy and Ollie, respectively. The store next door was Attempted Crepe, French Cooking School. Kind of a distasteful play on attempted rape. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a fan of that either. It's a little... No. It was a little much. Attempted murder or something wouldn't be as bad, but you can't... Yeah. Do crepe murder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The exterminator van, again, was Rats All Folks. Can't wait till we have something new. It's going to be nice. Yeah. There's some (laughs) great ones coming up. The burgers of the day were a Poblano Picasso burger. And they actually misspelled it and wrote Picasso with only one S. Oh, I didn't notice that. Guys, pay attention to your spelling. All right. (laughs) And the second burger was the Salvador Cauliflower Burger, which if... Our listeners will remember last week I had a cauliflower burger, which totally is a coincidence. Yep. But we're on the same page here. Yeah. Me and the the burger writers. (laughs) Jason was very excited to find this out. He came to me in the kitchen. He was like, hey, did you notice it was a cauliflower burger like mine? (laughs) It was so cute. (laughs) All right. So we'll just right into it. So in order to avoid Linda's sister Gail, Bob and his children tour the town's art crawl, criticizing paintings. Their criticisms insult Edith and Harold, the owners of the town's art gallery, Reflections. When Bob and the kids return to the restaurant, they are shocked to find Gail's paintings of animal anuses on display. I noticed in the scene where the family comes to Reflections, that there's a music store in the town called Your Basest Desires. Fantastic, right? Like, so good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they also had For Pete's Cafe, which I'm guessing was supposed to be, like, For Pete's Sake. No, didn't, that one... Uh, no, that one didn't really work so well, but no. Your Basest Desires was pretty fantastic. Yeah, most of the shops around the city are great puns. I think this is one of my favorite parts of the episode, the very beginning, with the family minus Linda. Really? Walking around. It's it's a great bonding scene for Bob and the kids, because we usually see Bob and the kids with Linda, and we don't really get the father-son, father-daughter dynamic as much yet at this point. So it's really nice to see how they play off of each other, and how much they have in common. Okay. Except for Tina. (laughs) Yeah, oh, poor Tina. She's the only one who thinks painting's like, you go, girl, which I love. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure, right? Um, Yeah, Tina's still a bit of an outsider at this point, even with her family. 
but it's nice that they they're able to bond over something like walking around town seeing crappy paintings (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah people bond over things that they hate Mm -hmm. for sure it's pretty easy to complain together yeah Mm mm-hmm I also noticed that Bob says to Louise later when she's saying reflections, he goes, it sounds like a strip club when you say it. Is that something you say to your kid? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She's like nine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's saying it in front of his nine-year-old, his 11-year-old, and his 13-year-old. And a 13-year-old might know that strip clubs exist. Maybe. I don't remember if I did when I was 13. Probably. But your nine-year-old and your 11-year-old? Maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> and then, of course, Louise says it again. Reflections. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way that she says it. <laughs> I think Bob is really open with his kids. He's I very don't... comfortable around them. Yeah, I don't think he tries to shield them from very much. A few moments earlier, though, Louise says, this this art sucks. And he says, don't say suck. <laughs> Which, come on. <laughs> and then, of course, she says, don't say suck. Please. <laughs> It's, it's oh, interesting what he chooses to censor and what he lets go free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bob is very uncomfortable with Gail's paintings, and he worries they will cause the restaurant to lose business. Linda wishes to encourage her sister and asks that they be kept up until the end of Art Crawl. Meanwhile, Louise enlists Tina and Jean to paint touristy crap to prove that Art Crawl is terrible and to make some extra cash. Bob sees this as an opportunity to remove Gail's paintings, and replace them with his children's artwork. Do you think Linda should be honest with Gail? Her sister? Her family member? I want to say yes, but I feel like if I was in that position, I would have a very hard time being honest with my sibling, who is clearly very fragile, and who obviously Linda loves. Like, she cares a lot about her sister, which is why Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to crush her dreams or anything like that. She wants to be supportive, but... I think if it was something where this could potentially harm my business and our reputation Mm -hmm. and my livelihood, which includes, you know, caring for your children, I think I would have to be honest. I think I would have to say, these aren't appropriate. We can't hang them up here. Like, your artwork may be great. It may look fantastic and maybe it's a neat idea, but it's just not appropriate for somewhere where people are eating. Exactly. Yeah. It's not fitting for a restaurant to have butts all over the wall. Regardless of whether they're cute animal butts, mm-hmm. they're still butts. Yeah. They're still butts. What do you think? Would you be able to be honest? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> siblings, so it's difficult for me to say. But I believe you're right in the sense that if it's going to damage your business and make you lose customers then that's kind of more important than someone's feelings in a way it's not just feelings though it's gail's like well-being she's unstable she's an emotional wreck yes she is but she's family so she should understand yeah and you could encourage her to still display them somewhere Mm -hmm. just maybe not your restaurant yeah like the basement (laughs) <laughs> they wow, harsh. Art, well they could have an art installation in their basement they could put a little sign up and be like hey if you want to see butts come downstairs 
Wait, okay, that's, that's, that's gonna sound like a yep, weird, that's like a downstairs weird... strip club thing. Okay, scratched. I like that though. If you want to see butts, come downstairs. Okay, so to the butt maybe, closet. Maybe I guess. <laughs> New strip club strip club name. I called it the butt, <laughs> the butt closet. closet. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> but you gotta say it like the butt closet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get Louise to do my commercials. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you notice the Titanic reference when Gail is talking about what inspired her to paint animal anuses and there's that song that like, it's almost like my heart will go on. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then Jean actually makes the reference. I want to be an actor like Leonardo, or I want to be an artist like Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) Yeah. It's Da Vinci. (laughs) But yeah, that song was great. I want to, like, see inside you. Oh, gross. <laughs> <It's> so gross. <laughs> Another great song by the creators of Bob's Burgers. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> so, I think this is the episode that I fell in love with Louise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because really? I love her in this episode. I love Basically, her in 90% of it. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Basically, every line she says, I think, is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, when she's outside with her siblings and she says, no, 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 I'm not going to be painting. I'll be wheeling and dealing. I'll be getting my percent. Mm-hmm. I laugh so hard. <laughs> That's her... Louise to a T. Yeah, exactly. It's Louise's megalomania in this episode is just perfect and it really works for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. It just feels like a switch flipped or something and I just love her now. She's perfect. Well, the writers probably just nailed it this episode they got exactly yeah. who she was and and yeah. she pretty much stays that type of character throughout the rest of the show mm-hmm. so louise says to bob when he's uh putting up the pictures of his kids that his kids made she says pretty manipulative dad i see where i get it from <laughs> now do you think that's true do you think Absolutely. she's like much more like Bob or much more like Linda? She's way more like Bob, in my opinion. She's very manipulative this episode. Yes, she is. And she always tries to do things her way or make people do things for her or con people into doing something or she's sneaky. Do you think Bob is like that? We don't see it as often. Okay. Because he's an adult. He knows better. Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> but when somebody tells him no, that he doesn't like. <laughs> Bob is hella stubborn. <laughs> yep, oh super my gosh. stubborn. Yeah. Um, Last little comment I want to make before we move on is how protective Bob is. Because when Tina shows him her painting, he's like, wait a minute, has Dr. Yap been nude with you? And you see that he immediately is like, Someone has maybe been messing with one of my kids, and I don't like it. And then immediately afterwards, with Jean, you can't have, like, a 26-year-old albino friend. That I don't know. that I don't know. Exactly. That's kind of weird. So he's he's full-on dad mode in that moment. He really is. And we don't really see that very often, so it's it's neat. Mm -hmm. But he still cares about their well-being. He still worries about them. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we can forget that he's he is a dad underneath some of those goofy actions and silly things that he does. Mm-hmm. He's still a dad. He still cares about his kids oh, and yeah. his family. Definitely. 
So Gail sees through Bob's scheme, but at that moment, Edith and Harold stroll into the restaurant and demand the paintings be taken down. Stubbornly, Bob refuses and says the installation will now be permanent. He dubs his restaurant the Anus Restaurant, (laughs) chanting and laughing (laughs) maniacally. Meanwhile, Louise's art sale is failing, so she replaces her siblings with her classmates. So Bob just goes full John Locke at this moment. You know, don't tell me what I can't do. He is so stubborn. So stubborn. It is crazy. Uh, immediately, he forgets about the well-being of his restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he goes immediately to, you're telling me no? You yeah. can't tell me no? This yeah. is this is ridiculous. And it's crazy because it's something he doesn't even want. No, he doesn't want that at all. So you think that he would agree with Edith and Harold and say, yeah, exactly. These are obscene and I shouldn't. Like, they shouldn't be hung up. And, and that's what would... I was trying to say. or and, and use that as a way to get out of taking the pictures down. Because that way Gail can't get mad at him. Because he's conforming to the regulations of Art Crawl. So he could get out of that situation so easily. But he's so stubborn. He just won't let it go. He's like, you're coming into my restaurant and you're going to tell me what to do? No, 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 no. That's not happening. He has a great Louise moment. <laughs> where he goes full on Louise when he puts the giant one in the window. That's I think it's an elephant. Mm-hmm. And he starts laughing maniacally. And that reminded me of episode two, uh, Sacred Cow, where Louise is scooping up the cow crap to do the poop emoji for Tina. And she starts laughing maniacally just like that. <laughs> and then she realizes that nobody's watching her. And then she's, but yeah, they have a similar, similar laugh there. They're both crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Louise and Bob are definitely two of a kind. They're peas in a pod, for sure. Yeah. I just feel like they really hit their groove in this episode. It's still one of my favorites, and it's probably, it's definitely my favorite of season one. Yeah. And it's still one of my top episodes, yeah. even now that we're into season seven. Louise's moment talking to Andy and Ollie and Red about their how she's pushing them and calling them babies. And I really don't like that moment. It's one of my least favorite Louise moments. And it really reminds me of hamburger dinner theater when she's talking to Tina and doing the whole abusive husband act. And mm-hmm. you know how I get, you know how yeah, I get. Oh, yeah. you know how I get. I'm just looking out for you and I'm only pushing you because I care. And I don't like it. I never yeah. have. Yeah, I think that's one of the moments in this episode that doesn't really work for me. It feels a little too much like a pimp. Like, we're obviously doing the whole pimp angle with Louise this episode, but that's just maybe a bit too much on the nose. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been better if we'd been a little bit more subtle. I think it's it doesn't work so well because it works so well. I think it's because Kristen Schaal does such a good job doing that. Oh. <laughs> that it kind of, like, throws me off and I don't like it. Does it not ring true to Louise's character? Or do you I don't just think, think it's it, a step too far? I think it's a step too far. Okay. And I think Louise could be like that if she was like multiplied by 10. Seems very megalomaniacal. Yes. Which she could totally get to if she evolved a bit more to like, I'm a supervillain. Do you think maybe it would work a bit more if she was older? Like if Louise was 16 or something, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Probably. All right. And if she started to go down like a dark and twisted path of 
So if we get like goth Louise. Angsty, angry, hates her life because her dad forces her to work at the restaurant and she has no social life. So she takes it out on this poor Andy and Ollie. Okay, so we're going like real dark here. Oh yeah, super dark. All right. So Andy and Ollie. Andy and Ollie. Oh, their little hug. He's like, mmm, sugar. <laughs> How cute. Yeah. So fans of home movies will definitely see similarities in Andy and Ollie from their counterparts in home movies, Walter and Perry. They're friends and in home movies, they're weirdly close. It's almost romantic. Yeah, they're definitely something there. And they're just, they're really weird. And there's, there's hints of psychosis in them. Like sometimes they can be terrifying and aggressive and violent. Right. Very, very briefly, but they, they can be, they can be scary. So it's, it's nice to see that they brought those two characters into two other characters in Bob's Burgers. Very similar. They're weird. They're kind of background characters. But there's not, for... there's not really that hint of insanity. No, no, or... not even. They drop that completely. Yeah. They're more of bumbling buffoons. They're silly and they're cute and they're kind of dumb. Yeah. Having Sarah Silverman and her sister, Laura. Yes. They're great. They have great chemistry, so they can yeah. very easily play characters like Andy and Ollie. Yeah. Okay, so the next morning, Gail's paintings have been vandalized. Somebody has painted a pair of pink underwear on each of the animals. Bob believes Edith is to blame, so he storms off to confront her at Reflections, where he vandalizes several paintings by painting butts on them. Linda confesses that she painted the underwear after having nightmares of animal anuses. Louise, after a successful art sale, pays for the damaged paintings. So I guess she made a ton of money. Yeah, because it she looks like she had a, a wad. Do you think that Louise paid the two hundred that Linda offered, or the one thousand that Edith said that they were worth? I choose to believe that she paid the thousand <laughs> because wow. I choose to believe that Louise made tons of cash by using Andy and Ollie in red. Okay. Just worked them to the bone. Squeezed every dime out of all the sucker tourists walking through Art Crawl and just made thousands and thousands of dollars. And it's just like, here, here's a few bills. This should cover everything. She's like making it rain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's what I choose to believe. That's canon to me. Okay. I definitely figure it's the 200 because (laughs) no way Louise has given her more money than she thinks she's worth. Oh, okay. That's the other side of the coin. Yeah. Louise would give her like a buck and tell her to call it a day and get the hell out if she could. I I think. I feel like (laughs) she would give her the thousand and be like, this is nothing for me. This is chump change. Oh, like I could dish out a thousand and not even blink. Okay. So listeners, what do you think? Do you think she paid the 200 or the thousand? Because I'm sticking to my story and I think Jason's sticking to his. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So it was only on this watch through that I realized that Bob paints black dots on the paintings. I thought for the longest time that he was stabbing holes with the other end oh, of the... Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, man, they can't even like try and take that off. Like he just stabbed the canvas. Mm. That's what I figured he was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, another great line from Louise. Um, she just has so many good ones this episode, in my opinion. 
she says to her siblings, well, good luck trying to polish a turd. <laughs> I yep. really want to use that on someone someday. You've never said that? No. Oh, it's so fun. I've never said that before. Yeah. I would love to, to just be that sassy. I'm not yeah. generally that mean, though. Yeah. It's like putting sprinkles on a piece of crap. At the end of the day, it's still a piece of crap. Yeah. No, I've never said anything like that to anyone before. And how about her trying to cut off Jean's ear? I think she totally would have gone through with it. Uh, I think Jean would have pulled away at the last second. I don't think she would have. I think she was trying to scare him because she's saying, you know, I'm going to have trouble cutting through the cartilage. So Uh. just think of your art. And I think she's teasing him, like really teasing him. I don't think she would have actually gone through with it. You don't think she wants money that badly? Louise talks the talk, but I don't know if she can walk the walk, Mm, you know? Interesting. Interesting. I don't think she's actually violent in that way. Okay. She does like slapping, though. Yeah, but slapping's pretty harmless. It's not cutting off an ear, (laughs) you know? That's true. That's true. There's a difference. That's fair. There's a scale here. Tina has a really great line in this episode that... I wanted to bring up. It's one of her very few really good insults or comebacks or quick quips, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, when Bob comes out of the restaurant and he says, I need to get away from all those anus or I need to get away from those anuses. And Tina says, who, Teddy and Mort? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really clever and really funny. And I don't even think she no- realized that she made that joke. I think she was honestly like, Oh, you mean them? She didn't really think about the fact that there's butts all over the walls. She just came out with it and didn't even realize how clever it was. Yeah, it's a very in-character joke for Tina, Mm -hmm. who I think doesn't try to make jokes. She's just funny being herself. Yeah. You know? She's not trying. Yeah. Yeah. So our second song of the episode, our, you know, official song, I suppose, which should be coming out on the... Like, official soundtrack coming out soon. Probably. Yeah. Our song, Butts, 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 (laughs) is actually a spoof of Disney's Dumbo, the Mm -hmm. pink elephants on parade. Yep. So the scene that gave a lot of children nightmares. The drug-induced elephant montage, the neon... Yeah. Well, not drug-induced, but alcohol-induced. Yeah. That scene was fairly terrifying as a child, so... I thought it was great. Yeah. No, I like I this. It was fun. I like this um parody. It's it's great. No, I mean I'm just I mean Dumbo. Of, oh. Like I as a kid, I thought it was great. No, it was scary. <laughs> was it okay? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of well, scary. There you go. It was a bit weird, but I like this this spoof. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Although the monkey from that song is terrifying. Yeah, the two anus monkey turn yeah. around and there's another butt. No, only that he climbs out of the painting. No, uh stay in the painting, weirdo. <laughs> Like, I was just thinking of how much cleanup that would involve having two butts. Monkeys love flinging their business, so having two end business ends, they're just flinging nonstop all day long. Two arms, two butts. There you go. Balance it out. Gross. Yeah, but it should definitely stay in the painting. Two plus two equals disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Stay in the painting where you belong, creepy butt monkey. <laughs> Freaking me out. <laughs> Creepy butt monkey. Sounds like an indie band. <laughs> New band name, I call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, that was, it was verging on a little bit scary when it got to that point. I was like, yeah, I'm with you, Linda. I would want to be painting 
you know, underwear on all of these mm-hmm. paintings, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Burger of the Week time. Burger of the Week time. Yep. All right, Jason, you have, what, three this week? I have three this week, yes. I also have three. All right. Look at us being matchy-matchy. We finally hit our groove. I know. But mine are, <laughs> mine are pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> like, they're pretty bad. Yeah, mine are not great. We'll see how this goes. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Who's going first? <laughs> you, can, you can go first. I'm going to grab mine. Uh, do I have to? Okay. My first burger of the week is... I like big butternuts. What? <laughs> like the song, I like big butternuts. What does that have to do with the episode? <laughs> animal anuses, Jason. It's animal anuses, not animal <laughs> testicles. But I couldn't think of something with butts. Anyway, whatever. Butternuts. Not okay. testicles. Okay. It would be butternut squash. Oh my god. On the burger, like on top, all mushed up. Okay, like a, like a almost like a dressing. Or, yeah, sure. Like a relishy thing. Yeah, like a relishy. You could do type butternut thing. relish. That might be a thing. I don't know if that's a thing, but if it's a thing, yeah, that's what's on the burger. Okay, so that's my burger. I like big butternuts. <laughs> oh I feel like you're wasting potential there. That could be used for something else that has to do with nuts. All right. Um, so I'm gonna start off with my best one and just end on a really bad note so okay (laughs) in my opinion this is my most creative burger maybe not the name but it's the albino ken burger (laughs) what that's who gene paints yeah but where's the pun albino ken is his friend's name yeah so that's that's the burger it's an albino burger so the burger is wrapped in white cheese the bun is white we have white onions we have mushrooms and we have white tomato so everything about this burger is white you know mushrooms get weirdly gray when they are cooked right well then they're not fresh (laughs) they're not cooked they're not fresh they're raw onions Or the raw mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? That's your best? That's my Oh best. my god, okay. I'm gonna just assume that you're wrong in general about things because I'm gonna bet that you have better ones than that. You know, like my albino no pun. No, but it's clever. There's no pun. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to have a pun. It has <laughs> yeah. to relate to the episode. Okay, fine. <laughs> all right um my next one is the the bok choy of painting the joy of painting bob ross oh, <laughs> the bok joy of painting yep. okay okay it would come with or it would be like <laughs> you're like laughing at this now it's bad delayed it's hey, really oh yeah bad. it's as bad as albino can no, anyway not even close <laughs> um it would be marinated in like miso and hoisin sauce okay and then have bok choy ribbons on it gross just because i, I don't like bok choy yeah you don't like bok choy it appeals to somebody somebody's gonna enjoy my wordplay the, the bok, bok choy of painting, painting. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody watches Bob Ross. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> let's go with my next one. 
It's got a pun, so... Okay, mm. good. <laughs> um, Gouda artists get censored. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Gouda sorry. artists get censored. So, let me just guess. Uh-huh. It would be seared meat? It's an open and have face. Gouda? It's, yeah, it's open face. Okay. So, it's more like... Um, it's open-faced beef brisket type thing and topped with gouda cheese of course <laughs> wow i had fun with that wordplay at least <laughs> gouda artists get censored although the last word's like getting really close to sensei well it's censored yeah i know censored <laughs> okay yeah but you said it like censored well, you know, whatever all right your next one my last one is the brandy warhol burger it would be beef cooked in red wine and brandy. Okay. So it'd be like a boozy burger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Despite the booze getting burnt off in the in the process. Whatever. It would taste boozy. <laughs> it would probably be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So I went with their kind of idea of going with an artist and yeah. messing around with the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite. Okay. Well, this is my probably my worst burger ever in the history of this show so far <laughs> wow we're just prefacing it with that okay both in the wordplay and in the contents are we sure we're pretty sure okay we're pretty sure okay <laughs> so it's uh it's just called butts butts balluts <laughs> what what's a balut or balut what's a balut it's a duck embryo egg ew yeah so it's you're supposed to it's like a philippine type food so it's basically um duck embryo cracked and you sip it and then you eat it you sip out the juices and then you eat the duck half formed in the egg that's disgusting and it's called balut and terrifying. Yep, and gross, and but apparently it's fairly common in the Philippines. So it's called butts, butts, balluts, and uh, it would be sliced balut on just a plain burger because you're not supposed to eat it with anything else. <laughs> really gross. Yep. Yeah. Super okay, gross. I agree with you. It's probably the worst one. <laughs> yep. Yep. This yeah. one was hard for you. It was very difficult for me. I yeah. had a hard time. Because I was trying to stay away from anuses and artists. And I wanted to focus more on the art aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, I found it hard. Yeah. But. Yeah, this wasn't a super easy week. But I didn't uh, resort to balut or balut or yeah. however you say it. Let's go with our really punny ones. How about we both go with our second? Okay. Gouda artists get censored. Yep. And the bok choy of painting. Okay. Okay. We'll go with those. One, One two, two, three. three. <laughs> I knew you were going to go rock. You went rock last week. The funny thing is that we got to the bottom and I was like, I didn't pick anything. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, I wait that's a rock. Wait, that's a rock. So I won, right? 
<laughs> By default, Slight apparently. Der- delayed reaction uh-huh. there. Yeah. Um, okay, so our burger of the week is the Bach, the, <laughs> the yeah. Bach Joy of Painting. Yes. Yes. I'm okay. going to write it, though, Bach Joy of Painting. No, no. It's mm, got to okay, be Bach, Bach Joy. Fine. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that brings us to the end of Burger of the Week, a Multiverse Radio production. Thank you so much for listening. If you like our show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. If you have any comments or a punny burger name that you'd like to share, maybe something that you think beats the bok choy of painting. Or like literally any of mine. It could probably easily beat any of yours, right? Yeah, you could like cough in your sleep and it would be better. (laughs) Oh, honey. (laughs) Um, Yes, you can find us if you have any comments or anything. You can find us on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or on Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. And you can also visit our website, multiverseradio.ca. We'll see you next week for our review of Episode 9, Spaghetti Western and Meatballs. Ooh, exciting. Mm-hmm. Mmm, that's city. <laughs> oh my god, is that that one? Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. You still want to say manipulative. You're like, please let me say it properly. <laughs> she is very manipulative. Manipul- oh, I can't say that word. <laughs> She's very manipulative. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's manipulative. Manipulative. Yeah. What was I going to say? <laughs> Malcolm, maniacal. Yeah, but what was the context? Louis, you think if she that, was yeah. right? If she was a bit more megalom, no. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. She seems too megalomaniac. <laughs> wow, there's no <laughs> N in it. <laughs> no. <laughs>